as they come out one at a time. Ain't this a sweet life? Hey, everybody, I'm X Factor winner Tate Stevens, and welcome to the Sweet Life Podcast, where we talk about everything from music, sports, food, entertainment, and, well, just living the sweet life. Hey guys, me, Tate Stevens, uh, another great episode of the Sweet Life Podcast with me and, as always, A.J. Cronk. Yeah, man. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Gotta have that uh, monster, the... Uh, we'll put that... Put that in place the, it in here the for the video. So. Maybe get some sponsorship out of that. Yeah, maybe we could get a sponsor. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> Probably not, but Get whatever. us some candy bar money. Get us some candy bar money, exactly. <laughs> All right. So today's episode, this this uh, podcast is going to be fun just because we grew up watching wrestling. We had a wrestling, we had two wrestling segments uh, on this podcast. We grew up watching it, big fans uh, of the wrestling business and, and everything. And so um, thought it'd be kind of fun just to go back and, and – you know, listening to when they cut their promos for the week ne- for the next week or the next match or whatever it was, a lot of times that's what left us hanging for the you know to watch next week. Oh yeah. You know? So um, it was kind of like the matches that ended right in the middle. You know, they weren't done. The matches weren't done. They were still wrestling, and you know they'll think, "Come back next week and see who." Won-. You know, it's like, yeah. oh my god. So this was uh, <laughs> there, and and throughout the history of of professional wrestling, there have been some really talented dudes that could talk. You know, um, and cut those promos and and make you believe. You know, so uh, we'll go back and, and pick some of those our favorites, obviously. And and again, this is just us. And and uh, you guys might remember somebody or think of somebody we didn't put on this list. You yeah. Know? Um, and I know our list is a little different. Minus one guy, mainly a lot of the same, but minus one guy who's probably the best, to, one of the best to do it. <laughs> you left him off your list, I but did, I put him on I my did, list. But anyway, all right, so let's get started, man. I, yeah. I think, um, and we got to have some bad ones in there too. Just we got to talk about some of these. Oh yeah, there's and, there's uh there's one or two in here that's pretty bad. And I don't know who. Okay, I want to start this just with this bad one. It's a it's great all the time. Okay, it's great all the time, but but it was so bad. You know what I mean? He was just terrible. Um, but one of the biggest wrestlers of all time, Harley Race. <laughs> he was so bad well, at it. Yeah, but it's believable though. Yeah, because he was yeah. just, you know, he was just talking. But yeah. it wasn't like he wasn't he never got excited. No. You know, he he'd go, and next week, you're gonna get it. <laughs> what? I mean, you know what I mean? It was it was like uh They say if a man has enough power he doesn't have to scream uh, and yell. I know, I get it, but it just you know, but you had some of those guys back in the day that could just talk, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it was great, but he was not one of those guys. Um, obviously you kind of grew up just knowing Harley Race was gonna be the world champion forever and ever. Yeah. You know? And uh you know, but but he to me it was just man, you know, not a lot there. When, yeah, when well, promos. It's symbolic of what it's all about. This is the world's heavyweight title. And when I say this, I mean it in all sincerity. The world's heavyweight title held by Harley Race. Not once, but twice. Over half of my life devoted to what I do better than any other human being in wrestling. Okay. <laughs> you believe it? Uh, yeah, I mean, but it's just just, you know, uh, I just paid half little. of my life. You know. I mean, <laughs> it's the world's heavyweight title. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's kind of like <laughs> okay, very very just, no oh, well. Yeah. Not a lot there. Well, here, I guess we'd kick it off with one of the, I guess, best, I guess, you could tell, or one of the most famous okay. promos. Yeah, right. Mr. Hulk Hogan from oh. back in the day. He's oh, the one yeah. that kind of got us all. You know something, Ultimate Warrior? Me and all my Hulkamaniacs have had it right about up to here with all your Frankenstein talk, man. We're tired of hearing you grovel for words. We're tired of watching you search for thoughts, brother. And I'm tired of hearing you talk about injecting all of my Hulkamaniacs with a poison, brother, that'll turn them into the darkness and make them run from the light. 
That's weird. Let me tell you something, Ultimate Warrior. January 23rd, 1984, in Madison Square Garden, brother, when I won the WWF Championship, I held up a banner that said, I fear no man or beast, brother. The only thing that wasn't on the banner, <laughs> it was a ghost. Oh, but we believed it. But we yep. believed it, oh, man. Yeah. You know, you'd see you'd see the Hulkster come out, dude, and he'd be all wet and sweaty looking, and you know, like he was all jazzed up, ready to go. And, oh yeah, and that T-shirt, his Hulkster Hulkamania T-shirt mm -hmm. on, and I think it'd be like halfway ripped to shreds anyway. Yeah, yeah. I always yeah. wanted to like cut up all my T-shirts when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so, so you I could tear them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you have some of these great. Uh, wrestlers that had the they could cut those promos. Hogan was one of them. Hogan would cut a great promo, and and it was like um, it, it to it set up the next thing. But like in that one, uh, you know, with the Ultimate Warrior, mm -hmm. you know, at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you couldn't wait. But then you have guys that could sell you anything. Speaking of which. Probably, I would say this is probably one of the best. He one of the best. He is one of one of top three, top three or four guys yeah. ever to do it for yeah. sure. Absolutely, get some uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair going on here. The heat is on, you know. I gotta have David Crockett over here for this because David Crockett, the illustrious announcer and vice president of Jim Crockett Promotion, always likes to tell the wrestling. That's what I'm gonna start doing on stage. Just, this guitar cost me. <laughs> yeah, these boots <laughs> custom made. See these PA speakers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this microphone is one of a kind. Turbo Sound IQ 12s, baby. <laughs> mm. Oh God. So yeah, you go to you go from Hogan and Flair are a lot alike. I mean, when they they cut their promos, you you know. Uh, not, I can't say a lot of like, but Hogan Hogan was that, you know, uh, real amped up, blah, 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 you know, and, and Flair just, it was like every, every one, every promo he cut was always, look at my shoes, look yeah. at my suit. Look at how much better I am than you because I, I have more money. I am so much better than everybody in here. <laughs> and he picking people out, out of the audience, you know, and what was it? The, the He'd get his suits made. At Michael's, at in, Michael's Kansas City. in Kansas City. I was telling you today, yeah. man, I, yeah. it's made me want to go to Michael's and get a custom suit made. Just just, <laughs> just to cause. be like, yeah. Ric Flair was got him yeah, here. Yeah, hey, so I, got a, I got a you know, suit from Michael's in Kansas City. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's it's like uh, Flair was that guy, but you loved him. I mean, you know, Ric Flair was Ric Flair, dude. He oh, was, yeah. you know, world champion. And, oh, and, yeah. And it was awesome. You know whether you whether he was a heel or a babyface, just did it didn't, didn't even matter. matter. Didn't matter. No, it didn't nope. matter. People freaked out, man. Yeah. Once you heard the Space Odyssey music, boom, oh yeah, boom, and it Dude. was just like oh, it was over. And uh, one of my favorites is he's in the ring and just like just going nuts, talking about this, that, and the other, and he just starts taking his clothes off <laughs> until he's like just in his, in his boxer underwear. shorts yeah. and socks. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like got his clothes, yeah. clothes laying out, and he's like dropping elbows on his. <laughs> that's too many. That's too many. You know, drops on the head. Wrestling over the years, but yeah, man. Um, there's a lot of guys who could do it. You know, uh, well, 
Were you a big, um, speaking of guys like that, were you a big Macho Man guy? or I was, man. Uh, and, and only, <laughs> I wasn't like a big Macho Man wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. I just liked his promos. I just wanted him to talk all the time yeah. because he was a psychopath. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you just never knew that he would make up words. You know what I mean? Like his own little <laughs> macho words he would make and up. And that's the way he talked. Truly. Truly yeah. how he talked. I mean, he didn't, he wasn't so. Not, he, yeah, he I didn't mean, not as amped up, but. Amped up, but yeah. He's he, like, yeah. Hey, can you pass the butter? <laughs> yeah. Hey, brother, pass the butter, would you? You know what Need I mean? Some for my toast. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have a little bit of butter, yeah, for my toast. Oh, God. You know what I mean? So, but <laughs> Macho Man, uh, the, the promo that he cut with Hulk, for Hulk Hogan, if you watch the behind the. Or the dark side of the ring things. Yeah. Those are great. If you watch those, like he was really jealous of Hogan with Elizabeth because mm-hmm. they were really married. That was yeah. a real thing. That was yeah. really. And uh, when she went to Hogan's side, you know, for that little bit of time, even though it was the that was the thing, he was jealous and he was he really freaked out a little bit. People, that's what they said anyway. And so you know the promos that he's cutting. Yeah. He's probably just talking for real. Yeah. You know, just amped up. (laughs) So, yeah, he had some great ones. Well, here's one. um, One of his, I guess, uh, actually against Hogan. So here's a little piece of that. Hulk Hogan, yeah. You say you don't know where the macho man is coming from? (laughs) You're right. You don't know anything about the macho man, Randy Savage, and where I'm coming from. Because it's mind-boggling to you, yeah! (laughs) One man could make it to the top of the World Wrestling Federation mountain, yeah! All by myself. No pukesters helping me to the left. (laughs) No pukesters helping me to the right. Didn't need them then. Don't need them now. (laughs) And another person I don't need is Elizabeth either, yeah. Because I'm the champion by myself. All by myself. You don't know where I'm coming from, Hulk Hogan, this Sunday afternoon. But I know where you're coming from, yeah. I know everything about Hulk Hogan, yeah. I know what makes you tick, yeah. (laughs) And you've got the audacity, yeah, to see that in WrestleMania 5, that Hulkamania is going to survive. Dude, that's like... That's like different level of intensity right there. That's different level of, of psychosis. Yeah. You just look in that guy's eyes, you're like, that guy's nuts. Like it looks like, like I his th- head's I think gonna he's pop. <laughs> no, watch him. Uh, seriously, in yeah. everyone it looks like the veins in his face yeah. and his neck. He looks like he's gonna pop. Like his head's gonna pop off. That's yeah. Hmm. Yep. He's the reason I started eating Slim Jims as a kid. <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Little excitement. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> Love that stuff, man. Like, his blood pressure had to be <laughs> terrible. Well, he died of a heart attack. I mean, no, I wonder why. No kidding. I no kidding. Why. Did you ever hear his rap album? No. No. Did you ever know about it? No. Really? No. I'll huh? play it for you after this, because oh, uh, apparently YouTube doesn't like it whenever oh. we play songs. Our, right. Our last right, right, podcast right. got uh, taken mm. off YouTube. Oh, well, who cares? The copyright police got us. No, they did. They said, hey, season just did stop playing yeah. music. It's like, you can't play All I Want for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mariah. Yeah. She, she got did. mad about her uh, comment I made about in ears. Oh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> she's like, she listens every yeah, week. You she's, know? she's one of our subscribers. <laughs> uh, one of our five or six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, that. But okay, so Savage. Yes. Another, you know, but it was, he was so crazy. You wanted to watch because oh, yeah. you didn't know what he was going to do. And mm-hmm. that dude was, he, he was crazy in the ring too. He would jump so high when he'd come off the, the top yeah. of the rope, when he'd do his big elbow drop on people. Oh my, dude, he would be, had to be 15, yeah. 20 feet in the air Yeah, sometimes. He did cool stuff. Like uh, you never saw anybody like run from one side of the ring to the other, holding the guy's head, then jump over the the rope and land like on his feet on the outside. You never saw anybody else do that, but him. Yeah, that was like a, you know, just all, all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah, uh, very athletic, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, dude, just he, <sighs> just a psycho, he's man. Goofy as a 
you know, whatever. I don't know. But. And they said he had uh, those pants and stuff, all his outfits. He never wore the same one. Right. Yeah, he kept records of what he wore in every town so that when he goes back to every town, he wore something different so people would see him wearing something, something different, different, which is pretty cool. I mean, really, yeah. if you think about it. Yeah. Um, I just wear the same Scully to every one of my shows that I play, so. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I wear the same underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I don't wear underwear. So. <laughs> oh, waste of money, waste yeah. of time. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, so now we got a couple selections from some managers. Oh, yeah, okay, so. <sighs> and you know what? It's tragic. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Looking back, I mean, of course, when I was a kid, I hated his guts. Sure, yeah. But looking back, it's just like, he is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, you were supposed and, to hate uh, him. Yeah. Little. Yeah. 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 My, one of my first memories like that I really remember of Bobby Heenan was a, a, we used to have on videotape, we taped off of TV, is a old Saturday night's main event. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a microphone on him. So the whole time he's at ringside, you could like hear everything he's saying. Right. And, and uh, like George Steinbrenner's in the audience, and he's like yelling stuff at George Steinbrenner, and he's like bad mouthing his own guy. He's like, "Oh, we got a ring full of Winfields up there," you know, just like saying. saying <laughs> 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 he's like, "What would you do with a guy like this, Steinbrenner?" He's like, "I'd fire him. Yeah, fire him." <laughs> you know, just like going nuts. But uh, Bobby the Brain, he, he's one of those guys that, like, in today's climate, where like everybody has a podcast. Right. He would have been. The one to get, one to get, absolutely. Because especially in this, in in the just, he was a wrestler, you mm-hmm. know, forever. Obviously, yeah. Before he became a manager, and then as a manager, he just took that to a whole new level. <laughs> and dude was funny. It was just yeah. even when he was a commentator, but when he kind of wasn't managing anybody, and yeah. He would just sit there and commentate, and then they'd poke fun out of him, and he would, dude. It was it was awesome. It was, yeah. He was a great one. And, you know, uh, and I think it was a, I don't know if that would work today in today's wrestling world. You know what I mean? Managers like that? Yeah, people are too sensitive. Well, I don't know. I was playing you some of that MJF stuff earlier. Yeah. Yeah, He obviously, he he cuts to the bone, man. Yeah, he does. But, (laughs) but, you know, so it's it's like, I don't know if in in today's climate in wrestling, Mm -hmm. if a a guy like Bobby Heenan would, would be, uh, would work. I don't know. You know, I don't watch wrestling really anymore. Um, so, um, you know, I kind of stopped after Hayden got old enough that he was kind of over it and then I was done with it, you know, too, but, um, just cause Hayden's a jerk doesn't mean you yeah, have to be. No, no, but I love <laughs> he it. He probably I, lives in a crappy neighborhood. He too. probably lives by somebody that no one likes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't have any friends. Anyway. Oh, oh, man. Oh. I'm sorry. Hayden's my neighbor. <laughs> he lives straight over. Um, so anyway, it's, uh. Bobby Heenan was one of those guys, obviously, that it, it, it took the wrestling thing to another level oh, yeah. as a manager. Oh, you God, know what I mean? Yeah, it was, and he's so funny. He's yeah. just, you know. Well, here apparently he was going to, which he managed and wrestled, but uh, apparently he's going to wrestle some dude. And uh, this is him kind of talking about that back in the AWA, back in the day. The fact that a young man from down in neighboring Milwaukee, a very impressive athlete in the Olympics, I'm talking about Laurent Susi, Bobby Heenan. You've got a big smile on your face tonight. Impressive in the Olympics. Who cares about watching a bunch of children wrestle? Who cares about the Olympics? Oh, it's a great thing for the country, but who cares about Laurent the Sissy? That's his name? Laurent Susi. Can you imagine? <laughs> Nine months they had to come Laurent up with another Susie. name, and that's the best they could do. <laughs> Laurent. That's the most important thing they could come up with in nine months. Shows you the mentality of his parents. Of course, he went to the University of Wisconsin, right? In Madison. Don't, don't take a whole lot to get in there. I guess you have to be able to, the entrance exam, you have to be able to write your name in three different colors of crayon. <laughs> I could care less your wrestling ability. I could care about your amateur background. You're in the ring now with a professional. I'm going to go behind that man so much, he's going to think he's stuck in a revolving door. I'm going to take him down, take him around, show him the town. I'm going to reverse neck snap his neck. I'm, I'm going to reverse neck snap his, his neck. Then I might just paintbrush until my hands are swollen shut. <laughs> but another good news for you and everybody else. I have signed. I went to Japan in this July. Is, I was there the and whole everybody knows that. that, like, 
He's I'm just going to get destroyed. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the greatest thing about it. <laughs> I went to Japan. I'll go around that guy so many times. I'm going to go behind that guy so many times. <laughs> I like he's in the revolving door. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. It is. But he was he was the guy, man, as a as a manager after, you know, um, after he was kind of done wrestling there and he just became a manager. It's just some of the promos. And and I, I say you got to go back and watch some of his promos. Just look up Bobby Heenan's promos and on youtube and oh yeah they're, they're amazing dude that's not a bad one out of the whole no thing. no it's awesome <laughs> oh um, god he's so good the other guy um if you talk about um just being crazy yeah just being a, a loon man he's a loon I, I can't talk bad about it. i don't i don't know the man but everything you know of the man you know, not mm-hmm. in the wrestling world or the movie world because he was yeah. in a lot of movies and stuff too. There after at the end, at the end, um, just his his promos were him, just kind of yeah. being him. I think, and he had terrible life. Another Dark Side of the Ring kind of thing was awful. You know, for him is how he grew up. He was in the wrestling business at like 16, 17, mm-hmm. You know, um, out in California, he just they yeah out in California or was it? Well, I mean, he's from Canada, but he Who? Uh, Roddy Piper. Oh, oh, never yeah, mind. And so he was out in California. He I was had like enough. 17. <laughs> and the dude, he, he... So professional. I had yeah, a different right. one queued oh. up. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <clears throat> but he was so... He was so... Uh, just, he was crazy. Oh, yeah. For real. Like, really, really crazy in the head. Um, and But his... he You can tell. Like, like he's kind of like Randy Savage. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit... A little cuckoo. Oh, yeah. A little cuckoo. You ever, you ever watch They Live? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's one of the best movies ever. You know why that one didn't pop up? On, remember, uh, if you guys want to dig back in the archives, we did a favorite, was it favorite 80s movies? 80s, yeah. 80s. Yeah. Um, they Live should have been, well, that may have been early 90s, late yeah, 80s. I, or that, I can't remember, but dude, one of the best ever. But here's a little bit of Roddy Piper for you. Good stuff. You're talking about a man that is so proud, so proud from being Iran. I saw him walking down the beach with his girlfriend. The only difference between him and his girlfriend was 10 pounds and a bikini, and the sheik had the bikini on, and she had the 10 pounds, and no $100 bill on the forehead. You're talking about a guy with a mug like a bulldog who has the audacity to get on TV with this humongous, ugly, nasty face and tell the cameraman to zoom it. Are you kidding me? Go away, go away, go away. I wouldn't want to show that. And then I think to myself, Buffalo. I think, well, first of all, who the hell would want to fight there? And if you did have to fight there, you'd have to fight the Iron Sheik. Maybe they're trying to get rid of both of us. I don't think they like me in Buffalo. I think they don't give a damn about me in Buffalo. I think they don't so, give a damn about him in Buffalo. He's <laughs> off the rails. He's crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy yeah. babble. It is. <laughs> he talked about uh, in the behind or the uh, the dark side of the ring. He talked about when he hit Jimmy Snooker with a coconut broken on his head. Yeah. That was just that wasn't broke. That that coconut hadn't been cut. No, that was he legit. smashed it on his head. Yeah, and and he said it hurt Snooka, but then he had to run, and they put him in a closet so Snooka couldn't find him. Yeah, Snooka was gonna kill him. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but he would do. He's crazy. He's a psycho. But he ain't lying. <laughs> And when he had Piper's Pit, that was the best. Oh yeah, Piper's Pit was one of the best little things they did. Yeah. back then, uh, just <laughs> one of my favorites. He had Andre the Giant on there back when Andre was a good mm-hmm. guy, you know. And, yeah, and uh, he just sitting there just trash talking Andre the whole time, and finally Andre just up and just grabs him by the shirt and lifts him up, and he's like, "Whoa, no, no you know, hey, hey, you know," and and uh, Andre walks off, and as soon as he gets out of view, he's just like, "What an idiot!" <laughs> 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 Start yeah. trash talking some more. Uh, getting back to managers. Okay. This is the one I had uh, queued up earlier. But here is probably one of my favorite managers. He was always a bad guy manager, yep. but um, just ran his mouth like 
Holy <laughs> I think I think this dude probably he takes the cake as far as just absolutely he takes uh, all annoying, the cake. annoying. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, he's just that little brother that won't go away, annoying. <laughs> like that little gnat that, you know, yeah. flying around your plate when you're yeah. outside eating or something. Yeah, I just that's him. That's yeah. Name and Dusty Rose also said that his sister could whip me on any street in America. Well, let me tell you something, Dusty Rose. I've heard a lot about your sister. I know she's been on a lot of streets, so she knows them real well. As a matter of fact, they used to call Dusty's sister Federal Express. Did you know that? When she went out on a date, she absolutely positively had to be there overnight. But I want to talk about Dusty's whole family. I want to talk about his drunken old daddy. Down there in Austin, Texas, every Saturday night, Dusty Rose's father would go in the worst low-class redneck saloon in Austin, Texas, and there would be fighting, there would be swearing, there would be cussing, and a lot of hard drinking. And finally, he'd be able to drag Dusty's mother out of there. But you know something about Dusty's daddy? He was a successful businessman. As a matter of fact, before he was a plumber, he owned a shoe store. He owned a shoe store down there in Austin, Texas. And he did so good at it that to this day, every time the city of Austin, Texas thinks the black loafers, they think of Dusty's father. But let me tell you something, Dusty Rhodes, and I want you to listen real good. The Cornette family has long been regarded not only in Louisville, Kentucky, but all over the country, all over the world, as one of the finest families ever in this country. Beautiful Bobby Sweet Sam, they come from money, they come from power, they come from movers and shakers, they come from the upper crust. We are not riffraff, we're not rednecks, we're not farmers, and we're not plumbers' sons like you. So don't you ever, ever dare make comments about the Cornette family, because brother, let me tell you something, we're going to take that into consideration. Just remember, your daddy spent his whole life in other people's toilets, and while he was out there with that plumber's helper, every delivery boy and out-of-work bum in Austin, Texas knew the color of your mama's bedroom. You remember that. Let's go. More after this timeout, fans. Uh, what a jerk. Funny. <laughs> That's Who good. Knows? Who knows? That's good. That is good. I listened to uh, Cornette's podcast. Dude. It's... it's <laughs> Yeah. Corny's driving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. It's crazy. <clears throat> he puts out those, like, Rogan podcasts Dude, for, like, some a of few them are, hours. Yeah, I know. Some of them are terrible. <laughs> One of the guys who, who growing up, I think, um, probably was my favorite. He came up with some of the best, uh, you know, promo jargon, if you will. I don't even know what you'd call it. Some of the things he would talk about with people, you know, uh, the Weaver Lock and the and the, you know, it's like <laughs> what and and and, <laughs> and he would just say things, um, and because he was the common man, he was, you know, he uh, the American Dream. He had everything. Yeah. He had all these little acronyms for himself. Yeah. Um, but it was funny, almost, and and dude, I don't know which one you're gonna do, but. It doesn't even matter. You no. can just pick any one of the thousand that he has, yes. and it's funny and it's good. Yeah. It's just you know, ah, it's awesome. May not be, uh, and it may not be funny. No, but it's riveting. It's yeah, I mean, but it was funny. You do yeah, some of them are listen, funny, but yeah, you listen yeah. to them now and they're funny because <laughs> yeah. you're like, what? All right, here we go. Here we go. A little bit of Dusty Roads action for you guys. First of all. I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country that wrote cards and letters to Dusty Rhodes, the American dream, while I was down. <laughs> Secondly, I want to thank Jim Crockett Promotions for waiting and taking the time because I know how important it was. Starcade 85, it is to the resident fans, it is to Jim Crockett Promotions. And Dusty Rhodes, the American dream, with that weight, got what I wanted. Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. No respect, no honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work 
and they tell them go home and hard times or when a man has worked at a job 30 years 30 years they give him a watch kick him in the butt and say hey a computer took your place daddy that's hard time that's hard time okay so is it me or is, is, he, Flair, is he like the guy from you the fat boys <laughs> yeah, every once we're like, <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> that's what the Piper was the worst. It's like, oh. <gasps> oh yeah, oh yeah, dude, so good. Yeah. But Dusty Rhodes probably, if you go back and probably the best at it. Oh, probably uh, he's top two anyway. Top mm-hmm. two of the best promo cutters ever has yep. to be. I mean, mm-hmm. he has to be. Yeah. Um, and they say it was one of those things he didn't really think about what he's going to say. He just went out there and just did it. Boom, just did it. But, but he was a writer. For for wrestling, he was a promoter for mm-hmm. wrestling. He he did all of it. He, yes, sir. He was a booker. He did everything. So he knew the, every in and out, what to say, when to say it, how long he had to talk, you know, for TV or whatever. But yeah, he was he was great. Um, we back when I was a kid watching All Star Wrestling and and uh, which one was from Georgia. Um, oh, Georgia Championship Georgia, Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, Georgia Championship Wrestling, and then the one in Florida, uh, because I was a big Tommy Wildfire Rich guy when I was a kid, <laughs> man. When we lived in Texas, yeah, Tommy Wildfire Rich. You I weren't was, a Von Erich guy? Oh, yeah, I was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, as a singles, <laughs> like a singles wrestler, Tommy yeah. Rich was my guy, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know. Then uh, looking back, you look at him, you're like, ugh. This guy was just a normal-looking <laughs> dude. Yeah, I don't get it. But, yeah. uh but he was the worst promo cutter. He did, he couldn't really talk very well. Like he didn't. He was kind of a Harley Race kind of guy, you know. Well, you know, Gordon Sully, You know, let me tell you, brother, <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing. You know what I mean? It wasn't wasn't really cool. Wasn't you know? But looking, you know, then I was like, oh yeah, Tommy's yeah. getting him. He's gonna get him. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah. And uh, uh, it was just. <laughs> but looking back on him now, he was he was just not a good uh, mm. promo guy. Mm. Um. You know, I uh, saw a thing about him. People were talking about him, uh, other wrestlers that had wrestled with him and all that, and they were like, great wrestler. Like, he was very safe. He was good at his craft, sold. I think Arn Anderson said Tommy Rich would sell the crap out of anything you did. You know, and he mm-hmm. goes, that guy lost more blood oh, yeah. than any other wrestler in the history of wrestling. Yeah. I mean, he col- he got color almost every match sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he said uh, he would just sell, sell, sell. He was a good guy. No one ever had issues with him, really. Um, he just, he worked. Yep. And, and you know, but anyway. So uh, they used to say, red equals green. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. You get a little, if you're, if you're lucky enough to get color, you're going to get a little more money. Heard that. Know? Heard that. But, uh, so, all right. Now, we both have this guy on on our, our list. Um, whether you want to call him Stunning Steve or, <sighs> you know, anything like that. How, whatever you want to put him on there. Mm-hmm. But Stone Cold was one of the top. Dude. Wanna, he, I'd say he was probably the... He might have been... Um, I mean, really? He just, the things that he said, funny. He was funny. Yeah. You know, but he was the guy that you all, you believed what he said because he probably really is a badass in real life. Like, he probably didn't want to really mess with that guy ever. Big dude. He's a bigger guy. Huge guy. But just, you know what I mean? Just, you didn't. He was, you know, you just look at the man and go, yeah. yeah, I just don't know I would ever want to challenge, like, really try that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, not, you know, in in real life have to try to challenge him for something. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and because he would just, <clears throat> you know, he had that intense thing yep. when he talked. Even when he was talking slow, he had, you know, when he was low talking, mm-hmm. he just, you know, yep. he had that thing, man. Well, one of his famous promos was uh, the at the King of the Ring in what ninety six. I'm wanting to say ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, probably, um, probably. He said it's his. He he had two, two of those moments in that mm-hmm. in this one speech yeah. um, that made it. Yep, and and that he made made millions for him. Oh yeah, give you a little bit of that. Incredible victory. The first thing I want to be done 
is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. <laughs> Don't just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says I just whipped your ass. That's one. Yeah, that's one. Come on, that's not necessary. All he's got to do is go buy him a cheap bottle of Thunderbird and try to dig back some of that courage he had in his prime. As the king of the ring, I'm serving notice to every one of the WWF superstars. I don't give a damn what they are. They're all on the list, and that's Stone Cold's list, and I'm fixing to start running through all of them. As far as this championship match is considered, son, I don't give a damn if it's Davy Boy Smith or Shawn Michaels. Steve Austin's time has come. And when I get the shot, you're looking at the next WWF champion. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. That's it. Second one. Yeah. Man. Ah. You know, he said, when he after he got done saying it, he thought, man, that was pretty good. That was a pretty good spot. Yeah. And then... Um, uh, what's his name from the Freebirds? That, oh, Michael Hayes. Michael Hayes came back and said, "Dude, that was two. Yeah, you just hit two out of the park. Yeah, that's two grand slams right there. Yeah. Most people don't even get one, and mm-hmm. you just hit two in the same in the same yeah. same game. Yeah, that's awesome. He, <laughs> but yeah, he was man the Texas rattlesnake, dude. You just didn't. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, this other guy. Um, and we just got a few left here. But um, this other guy I used to watch when I was a little kid. I mean, obviously. Right. You know, all these guys were watching when they were little kids. But uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Absolutely. Dude, well, like, he didn't. He wasn't one of those guys that got there and screamed nope. and everything. Nope. But, dude, like. He was another Harley Race kind of guy. Yeah. And you're just, mm-hmm. like, pee a little every yeah. time he talks. Yeah. Because yeah. he yep. just. <laughs> but, here, let's give you a little bit of. Is Jake the Snake Robert. Yeah, I can hold on to this. I can oh, do this very well on my own. Just take a walk, huh? Roddy <laughs> Piper, you know, the holidays are over. You know, Christmas, New Year's. We all know why we had the holidays, a celebration of a man. You ever think about it, though? And I've thought about it a lot. The devil has no holidays. He's always waiting, waiting for every moment, for that one slip up, then he takes your soul away. Well, that's what I'm here to do, Roddy Piper, because you see, as I came into the WWF, I set this place on fire. Oh, yeah. I was one of the fastest rising, and I still am. I'm going to the top quicker than Hogan ever thought about doing. Faster than you. Why? Because I'm different, a lot like you, Piper. We're both very different men. No rhyme, no reason as to what we do in the ring. That'll make it interesting for me. I feel like this is going to be the first challenge, the first true challenge that I've had in the WWF. Now, there are some problems between us. I mean, after all, you do have Piper's Pit, and I do have the Snake Pit. We all know which one's better, don't we, Piper? (laughs) Now I'm going to show you who the better man is, and I'm going to do it so easy, (laughs) DDT. That's how I do it. That's how I do it. Dude, the, the DDT. DDT. That's how I do it. Oh, Just so, God. so real. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Guess what, Piper? Yeah. You know who's better. And you know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with the DDT. Yeah. That's how I'm going to do it. Almost like a serial killer talking Yeah, to yeah. And you would just, like, and of course, I mean, we're on a podcast right now, so you right, can't really right. you know watch it, but um, just looking in his eyes when he's doing that, you're just like, oh, my. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, well, dude, you got a bit, you know, we're going to make a snake Somebody bite turn him. the lights on, please. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Jake Snake was awesome, man. He had that thing, that, and he did rise fast, man. He took off oh, when he yeah. got to the WWF, and it was just, yep. you know, and then burn out as fast as it can, yeah. you know, came, yeah. you know, but, you know, but he'd been wrestling for 20-some years before that, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, golly, man. <laughs> great, great. Well, we have one more left, which is the the Rock. You he, were saying I, the but got to be before, one of the best before the Rock, though. I have to. Uh, <laughs> what's the, the what's like? A, call it like the booby prize or something like that, or the yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Mister uh, Irrelevant. Yeah, 
Apparently. <laughs> no, this uh, just, I don't even know how to describe this. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorites to, one of my favorites to listen to growing up was Scott Steiner, man. Oh, this yeah. guy, he would go off on these tangents. <laughs> But he didn't it's like know the craziest thing. Like he had no idea what he was even talking about. Yeah, like it made this, zero sense. This is like one of his most infamous promos. It's it's uh <laughs> it's Scott Steiner's math promo. Oh good. <laughs> and uh Okay, here we go. I Scott Steiner, it's going to be a three-way for the TNA heavyweight title at Sacrifice between you, Kurt Angle, and Samoa Joe. Now, before you get there, you have an important step tonight as you and X-Division champion Petey Williams take on the unlikely duo of Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. You know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Samoa Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one -on -one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, and he's not even going to try. So Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance, Minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning, if we used to go one on one, and then add 66 and two thirds percents, I got 141 and two thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. Oh, See, but best. I'm gonna break it he down for you. Best. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man, he's so good. But all right, so so to me, I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin, probably one of the best. Mm -hmm. uh, Dusty Rhodes, one of the best. The Rock, one of the best promo guys. Just he had kind of everything. He had a charisma. You know, when he was talking, he had a thing. He said, you know, obviously, finally, the you know, that whole yeah. thing that he would do. Um, the people's champ, you know, the people's eyebrow. He had all that, and he would say it, this, you know, lay the smack down on you and, you know, the whole thing. And you got to understand that that was every time he did one, he said all of those things. Mm -hmm. He got them all in. Yep. And almost in every one of them. Yep. You know, know your role and shut your mouth. Yep. It doesn't matter what your name is. You know, it yep. so it's just like you got to, and you know, the millions. It's like, and uh, people will be like, millions. And yep. Millions. The you know, crowd participation stuff. He had it. He had yeah. it. And it was so good and clean almost every single time. Yep. And, uh, you know, oh yeah. Um, but he he did the whole. It, it was just good. I th I thought he was. You know, it, it was quick. Everything. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. he would sing songs. Like yeah, he'd make up words to well, different songs and stuff. I thought he he's yeah. one of the better ones. Well, some of his most classic stuff. Not most classic, but some of his classic stuff he did was um, with Jonathan Coachman, the coach. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, who is? I think now he's a guy on ESPN. I think he's. ESPN yeah, I don't know what he now. is now anymore. Um, or he was. Uh -huh. I don't know if he is now, still or not. But anyway, uh, just some of the stuff those guys would do would be. Just I think I think nuts. everybody wants to know how was your new year. <laughs> just the way he looks at people. <laughs> Would never say anything until. Yep. Finally, The Rock yep. has come back to Washington, D.C. You see, Coach, The yeah. Rock's New Year was simply electrifying. But what The Rock wants to know is how was your New Year? Did you sit at home all day playing pocket pool as you usually do? Did you watch yourself on access <laughs> I mean... as you usually do? Or maybe you sit and listen to your favorite artist, some music. We listen to some of The Rock's favorite. There's a little bit of mystical. Is that who you like, Jay-Z? Maybe Destiny's Child? Is that who you like, Coach? Who's your favorite? <laughs> who? 
Actually, I like Barry Manilow. Rock. <laughs> Barry Jerry Manilow. Lawler. Yeah. So good. Okay, well, The Rock digs it. The Rock understands that. Yeah, The Rock is a little familiar with Barry Manilow. The Rock, I'll tell you what, Coach, why don't you do The Rock a favor? Why don't you sing a little Barry Manilow? No, 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 you don't make the decision. Would you like to hear Coach sing Barry Manilow? Uh, he just, he had it, yeah. You see, Coach? He had it. They and, believe uh, in you. The Rock believes in you. And keep in mind, Coach, why don't you sing? Because we are live. We are live, live on The Rock Show, live on SmackDown. Yeah, see? Yeah. He yeah. just, he, he had a thing. Yeah. And people, they ate it up. Oh, yeah. Every little thing he would say. You know, and that wasn't even, it got better. That one got a lot better in the end where he was talking about Booker T and all mm-hmm. these other people. That he was yeah. But dude, he would just, he and him and Stone Cold had some of the greatest and the, like their, some of their promos like, at mm-hmm. each other were so awesome. Yeah. You know, um, but it was, he's one of those guys, man, that just had it. Uh, that's why he's the biggest star on the planet right now. Mm-hmm. Honestly, his, he just has a thing and, and, you know, uh, fortunate for Vince McMahon that, you know, they found it in the WWE or, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, dude. It's awesome. Wrestling was awesome. The promo stuff, like I, all day today, I've just been digging through and finding yeah. old stuff. Um, when, when, uh, Dave Schultz smacked oh. the dude. So, Oh yeah. When he smacked the reporter, yeah. the guy was like, so wrestling's fake, right? And he just wow smacked yeah. him, and said, "Was that That's, fake? That feel fake? To Does that you? feel fake to you?" <laughs> like, yeah. oh my god, you know. But yep. that was that was the big. Um, I mean, you couldn't you couldn't let people see the real side of wrestling. Yeah, you know that whole kayfabe thing. You could, you oh, had to, dude. Yeah, had yeah. To, you had to keep it. You mm-hmm. know. Um, and and and, but that's how they made their money. Yeah, you know. Uh, Tommy Rich said something about going to jail. He's like, dude, I've been to jail so many damn times and all around this country. <laughs> Just because of things that yeah. he, he did keeping up Tommy Wildfire oh, Rich. Yeah. You know, he goes, and he goes, now some of it's my fault, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, you know, had had a little weed on me, wasn't supposed to, you know. Yeah. Was drunk in public and wasn't supposed to be, you know, that kind of thing. But he said it's just it is part of it, part of the game. You kept yeah. you kept up, you know, that wrestling facade yep. from sunup to sundown, you know. Oh yeah. Um which yeah, man. Hard, but anyway, well, that's a good one. See? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, like I said, people are going to, oh, what about this guy? What yeah. about this person? Well, like he's at Jerry Lawler a while ago. He's another one of those guys that could just talk people right into the building. And and he he, he never left Memphis. Like yeah. he never left that area and was huge, made made a fortune down there. Um, but yeah, Jerry Lawler, I liked him better. His promos were okay. I liked him better as a commentary guy with Jim Ross. I yeah. thought he, he played that goofy... Oh yeah, kind of idiot guy. Yeah, you know, definitely not. He's not an idiot. Right, He's a smart right. guy. But, but you know, he played yeah. that part well. Um, it's like Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw plays that kind of goofy hillbilly kind of guy, but he's a brilliant guy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so yeah, I, that was a good one. Yeah, I don't know. Make sure now. Oh, oh go ahead. Who are we gonna call? Hello? Surprise! You're on a podcast. <laughs> yeah! What's up, buddy? What you doing? Well, uh, nothing. What are you doing? <laughs> can't really hear you. Oh, you can't hear me? Oh, I can hear you now. Oh, what? You didn't hear our, our, our intro? Sounded like loud music. It was. It's our surprise you're on a podcast <laughs> music. It was what? It's the surprise you're on a podcast music. Oh! Yes, sir. <laughs> well, I'll be. Yeah. Yeah, big time now, bud. Big time. I'm, I'm on with AJ Cronkton, huh? Yes, you are. Yeah, man. I'll be. I, Mom, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at? I am at the Gaylord Opry Hotel with my family looking at Christmas lights. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Well, we won't keep you then. We'll just no, you're fine. A few you know seconds. right where I'm at. I do, I do, I do. Um, well, good. Uh, well, yeah, you're on the podcast, so 
<laughs> How about that? Well, hello, everybody. I'm, I'm glad to be here. So we have Sam Banks, our buddy Sam Banks, uh, guitar player, singer, songwriter. Um, he's out with Craig Morgan right now playing acoustic uh, for Craig. And uh, mm-hmm. he's got his own thing there in Nashville. Um, is it Sundays you play? Sundays and Mondays. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, man, yeah. So, yeah, dude. So uh, everything good? Everything's great. Uh, we actually, speaking of Craig, we just finished our last show of the year. Yeah. Um, so everybody knows Craig Morgan. He's going to take a few months off and go hunt and shoot stuff. <laughs> yeah, and do every do everything else he wants to do for a couple months. But, uh, exactly. <laughs> we'll just be here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I'm a family time now, That's and uh, I'm going to do some myself. Yeah. Well, good, good, good. Hey, um, how's Jerry? Uh, Jerry is doing better actually. Okay. Uh, thank God. Yeah. He's, uh, he's doing better. We've been in touch with his wife and, uh, keeping up with that, but, okay. um, yeah, he's doing good. Things and, are looking up. So. And we're talking about Craig Morgan's, uh, road manager, Jerry Hines. He has COVID and yep. he's in the hospital. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, good, good news. Good news, man. Well, cool. For All sure. right, buddy. Well, so, uh, yeah, you're on the podcast. So as you know, um, man, yeah. Love so, it. uh, not not a lot. We don't have a lot for you. We're just uh, we just call people randomly and surprise them and let them know they're on a podcast. Pretty cool. Well, I had an inside fun. scoop. I missed you last week, and uh, right. my phone just started ringing, and it said Tater. Matt is like, better answer that. Yeah. He didn't call you very much. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, teasing. shut up. Shut it. <laughs> shut it. We were just talking the other day, though. We need to write some songs. Uh, Absolutely. AJ, you were throwing in that mix too. Yep. Next time, yep, yep, I'm back yep. in town, and we're going to sit down and. Grab a guitar and see what happens. Absolutely, I have one. I want to. I want to fix um, a little bit. There's a. There's a few things I want to fix uh, on a song that I wrote uh, a few years ago. Um, and uh, yeah, Love it. yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so yeah, you're singer songwriter, guitar player extraordinaire. Um, oh, yeah, trying dude. to keep up with AJ. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal, man. My podcast, we talk about everything. We talk about hunting, fishing. We were just got this this podcast you're on is about wrestling, about professional wrestling. So, oh. yeah, we talk about everything, dude. Music, movies, food. It's great. Anything we want. I don't to. know anything about wrestling. I'm being honest. Oh wow, that's weird. Um, yeah. Oh so. come on. <laughs> yeah, dude, we got it all. We do it all here. We're, we are professionals. We are professional. I love it. So this is professional. Yeah, dude, it is. It's good. So, all right, got three questions for you, and we'll let you go. All right. All right. Okay. What is your favorite food? My favorite food. Yep. Favorite food. Uh, my gosh, off the top of my head. Yeah. You can't go wrong with a good steak. Steak, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, favorite movie. Favorite movie. Tombstone. That's easy. Ooh. Oh, wow. Good call. That's a good one. No one said that yet. Tombstone. Yeah, That's the first one. You're the first one with the tombstone. All right. No, uh, that's the best movie ever made. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite ice cream. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Favorite ice cream? Yep. Uh, let's go with Bunny Tracks. Bluebell. Bluebell Bunny Tracks. That's a, anything Bluebell is good. Just, I'm surprised I thought about that fast. I'm not really a sweet guy. Well, yeah, I mean, still, but everybody has their favorite. If you're yeah, going to get exactly. it, you got to get it, right? <laughs> <laughs> how's that That's little? All. How's the little man doing? Is he good? Is he like the Christmas lights? Oh yeah, he's going to be a year and a half old in a couple days, I yeah. think, already. Right, right. Yep. Growing like a weed, they That's say awesome. uh, it goes fast, but you really don't know that until you have your own, you know. That's right. It does hundred percent, hundred percent. But he's great. He he loves the lights. He's uh running around everywhere he's all over the place though <laughs> good all right man well good i'm glad you answered the phone yeah me too i was <laughs> i was excited to see you calling <laughs> all right well when you get home uh, when you get back up here uh obviously you got to call and uh let's get together and uh you know lie to each other and stuff like that it's fun yeah, <laughs> exactly. You got it, man. <laughs> All right, buddy. Love you, man. Have a good one. Be safe. All happy. Right, y'all. happy uh, I'm not going to say happy holidays. That's bullshit. It's Merry Christmas yeah. around here. Merry Christmas, boys. <laughs> I love y'all. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See you guys. Bye. Yeah, old Sammy Sam Banks. Banks. Yeah. Boom. There it is. 
good dude, man. Good dude. Got a got a beautiful family. Started a family, and he was a little boy. Dude, yeah. it's awesome. We went to the wet. We went to their wedding uh, this year. And good stuff. Yeah, good man. stuff. Well, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. Absolutely. That's a good one. So like this weekend, as one. this podcast comes out, mm-hmm. we can be able to say this weekend is Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Yeah. I got a Christmas story for you. Okay, go ahead. Yes. What is it? So, uh, I saw Mama banging Santa. Uh, what was it? What? Yes, it how'd that go? You can't say. <laughs> you can't say Santa Claus on here. You cannot. <laughs> All right. What do you say? What's so uh, one time I had a near death experience. You did? Yes. Okay. What so, happened? um, well, you know, bungee jumping, gone awry. Oh, no. Anyway, so, uh, you know, that happened, and, uh, you know, I was standing there at the pearly gates. Oh, yeah. It was around Christmas time. Right. When I was bungee jumping. Yeah, yeah. And the, as you do. As you do, yeah, and, as you and at Christmas time yeah, in Christmas the Midwest. Time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, I'm standing there in line at the pearly <laughs> gates, and the, the angel up there was saying, hey, you know, the... The big guy up here is feeling pretty generous. So um, oh, if good. you if you That's guys can thing. offer anything that would represent the spirit of Christmas, then you get in. You can get go ahead and go on in, uh, no matter free what pass. you've done. Free awesome. pass, free awesome. pass to heaven. Okay. So um, we're all looking at each other like, oh man, you know, okay. And uh, I was about third in line or so. Right. Well, the first guy that was up there, he's uh, thinking. Pulls some candy out of his pocket. He's like, or candy wrappers, you know, yeah, some yeah, empty yeah. candy wrappers. He's like, oh, I got these candy wrappers, you know, kind of uh, symbolizes, you know, Christmas candy and stuff like that. And, you know, happy yeah. feelings and stuff. And it's like, mm, okay, yeah, we'll take that. Come on in, buddy. Wow. And uh, I'm thinking, whoa, what's this guy, you know? So uh, the next guy, he gets up there. He digs into his pockets. He pulls out a set of car keys and he starts like, you know, kind of. Jingling, jingling them a little yeah. bit. He's like, yeah. "Here's my car keys." He goes, "This kind of symbolizes the bells of Christmas," and uh, the angel's like, mm, "Creative, come on in, All right?" And by then, I'm panicking. Yeah, because you're because next. I I don't have anything of the sort. Okay, thing like right. that, you know. And I get up there, and they're like, "All right, what do you have to <clears throat> offer that's going to symbolize <clears throat> the feelings of the holidays and Christmas?" Okay. I just reach into my pockets, and I pull out a pair of women's panties. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. And they're like, what about that? And I said, they're carols. <laughs> I think the, the thing that's most funny to me <laughs> the, the thing that's most funny to me is your face you were trying to hold it yeah I was you're like I was waiting on you to make the first noise <laughs> but I couldn't hold it in any longer Okay. Oh, All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Hope everybody had a good Christmas or has a good Christmas. And um, yeah, we'll be back right after Christmas. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we got some great shows lined up for uh, next year too. Next year's gonna be a good one. Go ahead, yes, we're gonna have sir. Some, have some people on, and and uh, it'll be good. We're growing. We're growing. So make sure you leave us a five star rating and a review. Okay, on Apple Podcast. And pretty much you can get this anywhere you can get it. Share, 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 share the crap out of it. That's right. And uh, yeah, everybody have a merry, very, a very, 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 very merry, <laughs> a very merry, very, very merry, very merry Christmas. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. That's it. <laughs> We're done. We should have left before the joke, but it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. You know what? That's our new thing, too. Jokes. Joke at the end of the show. Joke, joke at the end of the show. Got to gotta be a bad dad joke at the oh, end of the show. I got a million and a half of those. Well, good. We got a lot of shows to do. So, <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, you guys have a Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll see you right back here. Thanks for listening, as always.
Ain't this a sweet life? Hey guys, thanks for listening. Want to ask a question for a future episode? Well, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter with hashtag Sweet Life Podcast. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay up to date on the latest news and information for the Sweet Life Podcast. And we'll see you next time.